Alright, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ian. And today's episode, I figured as you guys have read the title, we're going to talk about Perch, The Question, The Deaths of Vic Sage, written by Jeff Lemire. And who's the artist? I can never remember who the artist is. Because he can't. I think the artist on the book, I think it says Dennis Cowan, I think is the artist that I can never remember. It's like one of those things that kind of always annoys me. So it's Jeff Lemire is the main writer and you have, yep, art by Dennis Cowan and it's under the DC Black Label story. Now I had to debate between doing this or if I wanted to cover Saga, or do like the first volume of Saga, and I decided that what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold off on Saga till next week. So for people who listen to this podcast, you guys already know what's coming up for your independent book I'm going to talk about. Because, like, no words, like, I, I as soon as... As soon as I really started getting into it, man, like, there was no turning back. I was like, yo, this is just amazing. And I want to keep reading more of it. But I figured I would talk about a DC book because, realistically, I don't talk about that. Like, I talk about some DC books, but I don't talk about a lot of DC books as much as I could in comparison. If that makes any sense. Like, I know I brought up Batman Beyond. That's, like, the main DC Rebirth book. Or, technically, technically now, the DC Universe book I read. And that's, like, one of the few among... Next to, I think, Batman the Outsiders. And I did pick up uh, the Batman series by James Tiny in the fourth. With what's going on with Joker War. I figured I'd pick that up. Just to kind of see what's going on. See if I like it. And it's not bad. I probably won't do anything on Joker War till later. Just do the fact that I feel like I want to kind of let the arc kind of play out. But, um, yeah, I kind of digress. So, before I talk about the the question, the deaths of Vic Sage, I figured I'd kind of clue you guys in on what DC Black Label is. So, DC Black Label, at least when initially it was imprinted, was supposed to be more the more adult comic book stories. You know, where it was more sectioned off from the main continuity but it was more for adults where like it was more adult themed in the sense of the stories weren't like toned down for children even though you can argue some of the stories out in comic books currently particularly among dc and marvel hit decently hard on the adult stuff but overall they were like hey dc black label let's do this something different we're gonna we're really going to take this adult storytelling. We're going to give creators the chance to really tell great stories. And the first book they did was Batman Damned, which was Brian Azzarello and I believe, is it Dennis Bermuda? I cannot remember. It's Dude, I, I've been horrible with names today. But that... Batman Damned had a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff that went crazy with that. Yeah, it's uh, Brian Azzarello, illustrated by Lee Bajermo, or Berger, 
at Bermejo. And it was only three issues. Definitely an interesting Batman story. To say at least the artwork was amazing. But it's one that I will say really... I mean, it's it's the thing that got a lot of people behind DC Black Label. Like, unfortunately, the controversy that came with it was... In one of the early panels of the first page, in the physical issues compared to the digital, you were able to physically see at one point you have a fully nude Bruce Wayne, and you see a fully nude frontal Bruce Wayne. So you got to see his junk. And a lot of people were like, huh, huh, freaking out. And then so, like, people who got the first prints, they see it, even though it wasn't anything crazy. The second print, it was very much more censored. Like, they went under, like, crazy, crazy, like, censorship and everything like that. Like, the same day it came out, like, Comixology, all their digital stuff, blanked it out. Any second reprints of Batman Dam blanked it out. Like, they really went and, like, they were like, nope, we're not letting this happen. Even though, realistically, like, it wasn't even that bad. And they even say on the cover, this is for mature readers. So my thing at that point, I, I I understand the concept of, you know, a lot of kids love Batman. A lot of, like, kids are trying to get into Batman or early comic book readers. That, you know, Batman's, of course, an easy character to want to get into because he's Batman. Why not? He's not, like, the Flash or Green Lantern or anything like that where it's, like, you know, you kind of you kind of have to have, like, some knowledge of the character well, with Batman, it's kind of like, oh, well, I, Batman's not that hard to figure out, and most people kind of get into him. Like, most people can say it's either Batman or Spider-Man. It's usually their first two, or one of one of the others is usually their first, you know, comic book they read, or comic book hero they really read. So, they feared, like, a parent would buy the book, and then their kid would read the book, and then their parent would freak out, and they'd try to sue him. And DC did a lot of backpedaling and stuff like that when they initially promised do more adult themed books and i mean they i mean even still after the censorship of that like they really still did some stuff man like issue two was just as nuts like there there was some stuff definitely say like if you really want a weird trippy ride for a batman story definitely read it but it was the one that you know was to set the gold standard for future Batman titles. Or future DC Black Label titles. Now, you also had Batman White Knight. You had All-Star Superman. You had The Killing Joke. You had a bunch of books being added to it. But it wasn't until later on when they really started doing original work. From Frank Miller's, you know, Superman Year One. Batman, The Curse of the White Knight. Uh... I think there's a Wonder Woman story that's, I think, currently ongoing that I kind of just never got into, but it looked interesting. Then you had Batman The Last Night on Earth by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. And then you've got, you know, the Joker book that was done by Jeff Lemire. I think it's Joker, Killer Smile, and then they did uh, another one, I think this couple months back, I think it was Joker, Killer Smile, but Jeff Lemire again. And this time they were like, hey... Like, let's do another character that's, like, obscure. And 
this, they went with, in my opinion, kind of a good character. In a lot of ways, at least to me, this is a smart choice. Like, I will say this much. This is probably... The question, the death, the deaths of Vic Sage has probably been my, in all intents and purposes, my most flown under the radar DC Black Label book. I will say that much because you don't hear about any intrigue on that book, and it's crazy that it doesn't get the intrigue that it deserves. At least to me, like I feel as though. The book's hitting on all cylinders. Jeff Lemire is knocking it out. The artwork's amazing. And the story is... It's just crazy. And I think that does a good job of handling, mixing mystery with, you know, the character of the question. And really handling topical issues while at the same time, in a lot of ways, just making a good story. And I guess you can kind of argue it was a little bit of a litmus test for... A future Rorschach story or Rorschach comic book, which is about to happen, which that's going to be written by Tom King, who is the former Batman writer who went to Strange Adventures or the Adam Strange book. He did Vision. He did uh, Mr. Miracle. He's, he's done books. You know, he's been consistent with his characters. And... I guess they kind of looked at it as a litmus test in a lot of ways. Now, to me, I feel like for people who are kind of curious, technically, within, and this is kind of just bringing up references to the Watchmen book, within, with the Watchmen, technically Rorschach is actually supposed to be an allegory for the question. Just putting it out there for everybody. Because he couldn't... Cause Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons, they couldn't really use actual DC characters. Like, um, what was it? Was it Night Owl? Yeah, it was Night Owl. He was technically supposed to be an allegory for Blue Beetle. And you so on and so forth. In regards to that. But, with the question within this story... You know, you deal with Vic Sage, who is a reporter. You you get that pretty early on in the series. And, he, you know, of course he's fighting crime. He's fighting the mob. He's, you know, doing classic story. Like, doing kind of like a classic, you know, mob story. Or, at least to me, I feel like it's more of a classic story. Classic mob story. Like something of, you know, more of a 60s, 70s vibe. Where the mob and the mafia, they were more on the rise. They're more organized crime, so on and so forth, and that's what the character dealt with. Vic Sage, during the day, is a news reporter, but at night he puts on the mask that pretty much just conceals his face, the faceless mask, a blue trench coat, a yellow shirt, a black tie, and a cap. Pretty much a fedora, I guess best way to put it. And he's an excellent hand-to-hand combat fighter. You know, and you, you go over the origins of Vic Sage within this book. And it's up to issue three. There is one more issue due, and that's issue four. And I'm waiting for that. But they're, I mean, they're super-sized issues. Like, big. And that's the one thing I also give props to, to DC Black Label, is that the books, they're big books. Like, when they release them, 
you're you're getting a quality higher quality book for the price you pay because you're not paying like four bucks for a book you're paying like seven six to seven dollars per book now everyone's gonna be like oh that's a lot well realistically you're getting more for your bank you're more bang for your buck like the books are thicker like do you have like 40 plus pages the covers they feel like an actual book like did they're actually something worthwhile. Now, I know I really haven't described the full story, but that's more or less, in case people are wondering, like, I'll literally just read off the summary of, of pretty much the death of Vic Sage, or the deaths of Vic Sage, because this way it kind of just, you get the gist of it. Because, I mean, more or less, that's what it is. I don't want to spoil stuff. Just do the fact that I kind of want more people to get into the book, because... Like I said, it's the book that, at least to me, coming from DC and DC Black Label, that's flying under a crap ton of radars, and no one's talking about it. You know, and it just, basically, as it says, it's, uh, this is the quote-unquote summary for the book. For years, Vic Sage has worn faceless masks at the question to clean up the streets of Hub City by sheer force of will. He knows right from wrong. He knows black from white and but what happens when he is drawn to conspiracy which from the heights of Hub City power to the depths of its underground tunnels? What happens when things stop being black and white and start getting a little gray? What happens when a secret chamber deep beneath the city, Vic Sage meets his own end and his new beginning? And the, that's more or less kind of like a great summary for it. And that's why I kind of didn't want to ruin certain things of it. But you kind of get into it like issue one will hook you. At least to me. It did for me. And overall, I just feel like it's just a great book and a great story. Just because it really does give you a good mystery. Like I said, it's a good conspiracy story. It's a good story that deals with a character that not a lot of people know of. You know... In a lot of ways, the question, the people who do know him, you know him from Justice Unlimited, where he was like the cool conspiracy character, and I mean, he ended up getting beat up and tortured by Cadmus. Superman came in with Huntress, or Huntress came in to save him. Superman came in, had to fight with Captain Adam. Captain Adam got shown up because Superman goes, okay, I've, I'm tired of holding back. And then Superman, at the end of after beating the crap out of Captain Adam when everyone's trying to take him, Captain Adam, he's like, no, he's with us. He's League. He's League business. And takes him. And that was one of the more epic moments of Justice League. At least to me. Or Justice League Unlimited. And like to this day, that's like still one of my favorite scenes. Second to Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Or Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam versus Superman. Like when that fight happened, that was just cool. Like at least to me. Because I'm actually a bigger Shazam fan than I am a bigger than a Superman fan. Which just kind of works out that way. But that's where most people know who the question from. Or at least the character the question from. So I, I preface a lot of this stuff along with DC Black Label. This way you guys kind of understand what's supposed to be. Kind of the story. And then... Kind of where you guys probably have seen him from in this way. If you guys are curious about the character. You're like, hey, I, I should check out Justice League Unlimited. Or wherever the D 
DC Animated Series. Let's check them out. Definitely encourage it. And overall, I definitely do suggest picking this book up. I also would suggest if you want to, wait till the trade paperback comes out. Because, at least to me, I feel like it's going to be the one that... I think the trade paperback is going to give new life to the book. And I hope more people and more fans pick it up. Literally, it's only going to be four issues. It's going to be probably close to 160 pages within the book. But it just does a great job of setting up a mystery, establishing the character, and getting new readers in on it in a lot of ways. And to me, I can't complain, man. I can't tell you how many regular Batman, Superman, Green Lantern stories I've read. Why not read something with a character that's not as well known to most people and run with it? And I think that's what DC did very well with DC Black Label's The Question, The Death of Vic, or the Deaths of Vic Sage. At least to me, I feel as though they did a great job with selecting that. And good on them, man. I think I'm kind of tired of seeing a lot of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and Aquaman stories. Like, give us some other characters that aren't, like, A-tier. Give us some B-list characters, man. Give us some characters that don't get a lot of love that deserve more of an adult-themed book. And, to be honest, this kind of does it very well. So, definitely that's one of my recommendations. I highly suggest, if you haven't gotten to the book, or if you're just like, hey, I don't know what I should read with DC. You know, I I don't really want to get into ba- Superman or Batman. I don't want to get into Green Lantern. Don't want to get into Flash. And you're just kind of figuring out where you want to go. Definitely suggest DC Black Label. Particularly the Deaths of Vic Sage. And other stories they've done. You know, they have great stories. They're miniseries. And on top of all that, you can literally just pick up the stories. They're very much self-contained and you don't need to worry about a ridiculous amount of continuity for the characters and you can just have fun reading it and i think that's like the other great part about this in a lot of ways i feel like it's just a good in certain ways i should say a good indie title within dc and i think that's to me a great thing and that's why it's probably my other Favorite book that's coming out of DC, at least right now. Just because it is just that good. Now, there's really not much else I can really say. And hopefully you guys kind of jump on it. Hopefully you guys are like, hey, you know what? I'm going to remember it once it does officially come out for trade paperback. Or you're just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to pick up the actual issues. I'm going to go to a comic book store tomorrow. Or whenever you hear this, you're like, hey, I'm going to pick up the issues. I'm going to check it out. Now, I say it's going to be a steep price point, but I think that the story overall is worth getting behind. Just at least to me. So, with that being said, I figured this is kind of like a short one for you guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys don't get too many less than 20-minute stories from me. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to throw in there. So, uh, yeah, have a great day. Later.